0: one who brings up bundles of vegetables or dried figs or figs that have been designated for drying or organic, to the roof so that they will wait there and in the meantime the fresh air which there is on the roof, will keep them fresh. The Misha says if dew comes down onto them at night in Al-Bhi-Yutan, that would not cause the produce to become fit to become tome, Since he's not interested in the produce becoming wet, he wants them to remain there so that the available air will keep it fresh. He has no interest in them becoming wet as well with the dew, and therefore, even though dew is one of the seven liquids that can cause hersher, the owner needs to be pleased about it, and over here he's not pleased about it. He derives no satisfaction, and therefore hersher would not be caused. The next couple of talk about produce or different food items that we're pretty sure have been touched by many different people, and therefore the presumption is that at least some or one of the people who touched the food was Tomei, and the only issue is whether or not that food is able to become Tomei or not. If it's able to become Tomei, then we're pretty certain that indeed it did become Tomei since so many people have handled it. All of the bundles of vegetables in the marketplaces tomein are presumed to be tomei, since the merchants would usually apply some water onto their vegetables in order to keep them fresh. And since we are pretty sure that at least one of the people who have touched the vegetables, be it the merchant himself or the people in the marketplace who are interested in buying the vegetables... Some of them must have been tomei, and therefore the vegetables are presumed to be tomei. Rabbi Yehuda says that vegetables that are fresh themselves, meaning we can see that they've only been recently picked, in such a scenario we can assume that the merchant didn't apply water to it, because there's no need to apply water to vegetables that are anyway fresh. Once they start to dry out, so then the merchant would apply some water, but we don't need to be concerned that he also applied water to these fresh vegetables, and therefore, the fresh vegetables are presumed to still be pure, because although Tommy people touched them, they haven't yet come into contact with, uh, with water to co- to allow them to become Tomei at all, as far as we're concerned. i Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir said, What is the reason that the Chachomim ruled that we need to assume that these vegetables are Tomei? Not because the merchants would apply water so that they would stay fresh. If that was true, so then it could be your right. That vegetables that are anyway fresh, there's no need to do that. But the real reason why we presume that they are fit to become tome <laughs> is only because of the liquid that comes out of their mouth, meaning the merchants would use their saliva to clean the vegetables. And that they would do even with fresh vegetables, and therefore, since the merchant was pleased about the vegetables becoming wet, he used his saliva to clean them. So all of the vegetables are fit to become tome, and it's presumed that indeed they did become tome from somebody who touched them. All of the regular flour as well as the fine flour that is sold in the marketplaces, Tomein is assumed to be Tomei, since in a very early stage of the process of making flour, they would wet the grain in order to separate the grain from the bran, the part of the flour that they didn't want the waste part of the flower, and they would wet it at that point, and from that point onwards it would already, it would already become fit to become Tomei. And during the process, of certainly many people would have touched it, including those who are Tomei. Ha-chilka, ha-trogis, va-tisni. These are different types of grains that have been split. They've either split each piece of grain, is split into either two pieces, that's chilka. trogis is grain that has been split into three pieces, and tisni has been split into four pieces. These are tome in any place, meaning even if they are not bought from the marketplace but they are bought from the home of the person who has processed the pieces of grain, even then they would be tome. This is unlike the flour, which in a case where somebody wouldn't bring it to the marketplace but rather would sell it from his home, in general that flour would be possibly less good quality and there was no longer a presumption that it had been wet at an early stage to separate the waste parts of the flour from it the waste parts of the grain but in the case of these split pieces of grain that the mission just mentioned even when somebody would sell it from his home he would always separate the waste parts of the grain and there but by using water and therefore they would be tome even in that case Any eggs that one buys from a merchant, a shopkeeper, are assumed to be pure, even though, again, many people would have touched them, including all of the people coming to buy the eggs, and therefore, certainly Tome people did touch it, but we presume that it's not able to become Tome, because there's no reason for the owner to have applied water or any other liquid to those eggs. Except for shopkeepers who, as well as selling eggs also sell liquids, liquids that have the ability to cause hersher, and in that case it's assumed that the shopkeeper's hands would get wet pretty often, and he would end up touching the eggs, and since he's pleased about his hands being wet, or in certain cases he would be pleased about the water having left its source, so some of that water would really have the ability to cause hersher, and we assume that it touched the eggs as well. That having been said if he was also selling as well as eggs and liquid he also sold dried fruit then he would be careful to dry his hands and make sure that the liquid wouldn't touch the dried fruit and automatically he probably didn't touch the eggs whilst his hands are wet because he would be careful to dry them and therefore to the eggs are presumed to be pure now, fish, obviously, while they are alive, come into contact with water. However, that's not enough to allow them to become mushar l'kabot since they are not considered to be a food item until they are dead. But the Mishnah does say that all fish, are assumed to be tomei, because even once the fish died and was taken out of the water, there is still water that remains attached to it, and it's that water that would give it the ability to become tome and since many people will have touched the fish during the process since then, until it got to the shop, so it's presumed to have become tome Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, a type of fish that is cut into lots of slices, and Egyptian fish that is that comes in a box. This is a very small fish, and a type of fish that comes from Spain or possibly a different country, these fish are actually assumed to be pure because they take a longer amount of time before they die once they've been taken out of the water. And it's presumed that by the time they died, there was no longer water still attached to them and therefore they would not become Muxer al-Kabal They wouldn't have the ability to become Tomei. Kol says the Mishnah bechizkas tumah. Any brine, which is the juice that comes out of the fish whilst it is salted, is presumed to have the ability to become tome and to cause tumour. And even though brine is not one of the seven liquids to which tumour and hersher applies, the majority of the brine is usually actually made up of water, which means that the status of it is considered to be like that of water, in which case it does have the ability to cause hersher. Now, in general, an Amhar Oretz, who is somebody who is ignorant of many laws, especially the laws of purity and impurity, he's not really trusted with regards to anything he says about those laws. Nevertheless, the Mishnah says of al in all of these cases, Amhar ne'emon loimar tohirim that Amhar would be trusted if he says that they are pure, because when he says they are pure, what he is saying is that they never came into contact with liquid. Now, there's no need for him to know any of the laws of purity and impurity for us to, for him to tell us that it didn't come into contact with liquid. So if he says, for example, that he knows that the eggs didn't become wet, he would be trustworthy in that case, Michel except for the cases of fish, because in that case we are certain that they became wet and there was still water attached to them by the time they died. Now the Mishnah brings a proof that there is a difference between fish and the other cases. People who are particular about the laws of purity and impurity would deposit these different types of produce, like eggs and flour, within amorets. If they had to go somewhere for a few days, they would put these types of produce in an house for him to look after them, and they would presume that they didn't become fit to become tame. And yet no one would ever give an Amr fish for him to look after for a bit. And that is really a proof that we see that people understand that the fish are always presumed to be fit to become Tomei, unlike the other types of produce that were mentioned in the last couple of Mishnahis. Now one of the things on the list was the brine that comes out of fish, and we said that since the majority of it is water... It has the same status of water, and therefore it can become tomeh, it can cause hechshar, etc. Rabbi Ezeb and Yaakov says, The brine that comes out of a fish that is pure, meaning it does not have the ability to become tome in and of itself, because it's not one of the seven liquids. Even if a tiny amount of water falls into it, nowhere near the majority of the mixture is water. Nevertheless, according to Rebeleza ben Yaakov, that water is not nullified by the rest of the mixture, which means that a part of this liquid is water that can become tome and that can cause hersher. So the Mishnah says that Tomei, all of this liquid, since a part of it is the water, so all of that liquid would have the ability to become tome and to cause hersher. Mishnah Dalad, Shiva Ashken now finally the Mishnah, lists the seven types of liquids that halakhically are considered to be liquids that can become tome and that can cause hersher. And the fact that it's these seven liquids specifically is learnt from different psukim. And what are those seven liquids? Hatal, dew, hamayim, water, hayayin, wine, <inaudible> vahashemen, oil, vahadom, blood, vahcholov, milk, udvash, devoirim, and honey that comes from bees. Now, one of the rules that are learnt from the psukim that are a basis for these seven liquids being the ones that can cause heresher and become tomeh is that they need to be liquids that are not described using a particular adjective. For example, wine. Wine refers to wine that comes from grapes. If let's say there was wine that was made from another type of fruit, that wine would require a description. You wouldn't just call it wine. Only a liquid that is just called by its regular standard name without an adjective is one of the liquids that can become tome. Now, if that's the case, so then the last one on the list is a bit difficult to understand. The Mishnah called it honey of bees. Bee honey, so that's describing the honey. So surely it should not have the ability to become tome, and it should not be a liquid that can cause hercher. The answer is, the truth is, people really do refer to this type of honey just by calling it honey. The only reason why the Mishnah calls it bee honey is in order to compare it to the next case, the honey that comes from wasps. This is not regular honey, and therefore it's always described as wasp honey. People never refer to it just as regular honey, so that would not have the ability to cause hersha. It would not be able to become tommy. The Mishnah says tohar. it's a totally pure liquid, and this is unlike regular honey that comes from bees that is referred to in general just as regular honey, and therefore it is one of the seven liquids. The Mishnah ends off, mutar Ba'achila. This wasp honey, and the same goes for the bee honey, is permitted to be eaten. This is unlike any other animal that is not kosher itself. In general, the liquid that comes from a non-kosher animal is also not kosher. Honey is the exception because it's not produced, it's not a part of the body itself of the, of the, of the bee. The bee uses the nectar that he finds in flowers to produce honey, and the honey goes through its body, but it's not actually produced from the body itself. And that's why, even though the wasp or the bee itself is not kosher, the honey that comes out of its body is kosher. Mishnah Hey, although the Mishnah listed seven liquids that can become tome and that can cause hersher, those are the seven categories. But the Mishnah teaches that to lamayim, there are also subcategories, and the subcategories for water are as follows: in in a ha-peh, that which comes out of one's eyes or one's ears one's nose or one's mouth. As long as he is pleased with the with that coming out of those parts of the body, that's also a condition that is needed for Hesha to be caused. Urine, whether it's the liquid that comes out together with solid waste or actual urine... And in this case it's the daita vigilidaito, whether he is pleased about it or not. Because the truth is he's always considered to be pleased about it, because it's something that the body needs. So when the excrement and the urine leaves his body, that is something that he derives satisfaction from, and as such, hersher would be caused by that liquid. Telodis Ladom, subcategories of blood it is learnt from Psukim, that Dam Shito Babahimo Vahaiov heirim, the blood that comes out whilst the act of slaughter is being performed on a domesticated animal or a more wild animal or a bird, as long as they are kosher animals. And the blood from bloodletting, if it were, if the intention was to use it for drinking, perhaps one will give it to an animal or to a non-Jew to drink. So that means he gives a certain level of significance to that liquid. So it would have the ability to become Tomei. Continues with the Mishnah, Mecholov whey. Whey is the very runny liquid that is a part of the milk, and it is separated from the milk in the procedure where the milk is turned into cheese. The Mishnah says Kecholov has the same status as milk itself, the the olive juice, which is much more runny than regular oil. It's that which comes out of the olives at an early stage. Kashemen has the same status as oil, not because it itself is actually considered to be like oil. The olive juice itself is not water and it's not oil, it's somewhere in between, but it itself does not have the ability to cause hersher. Nevertheless, it always, shemen, the moichal, this olive juice, never doesn't contain oil in it as well. So since there's always a bit of oil in it... So they would all have the ability to cause hersher and to become tomei. The Rabbi Shimon, that's the opinion of Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Meir, Meir says, Even if we know that there is no oil at all mixed together with this olive juice, nevertheless, it is considered to be one of the seven liquids that can become tome, just like the oil itself. The blood of a sheret, which is one of the eight smallish animals that the Torah lists, as being a severe source of impurity in when they are dead and the Mishnah says that the blood of a cheret has the same status as the same laws as its flesh mutame it can cause impurity and the minimum amount of blood the minimum size is the same as for its flesh just like a size of a lentil of its flesh is a source of impurity that same size applies to the blood, and the blood can make up, it can be combined to make up that minimum amount. The share but this blood does not have the ability to cause hersher, because it's specifically the blood of a human being. or the blood that comes from the slaughtering of a kosher animal, that's the only type of blood that can cause hersher. The Mishnah ends off by noting that for we have no other animal that is like a sheretz, That is to say that all other animals, the amount of blood that is needed to be a source of impurity is different to the amount of flesh. It's only with regards to a Asheretz that the minimum size, the minimum amount of the blood is identical to the amount of the flesh that is needed, and that is the size of a lentil.